Welcome everyone to the MM Altogether podcast. I'm your host, Blake Doman. So to give you a brief introduction as to what this podcast is going to be all about is it's a wellness and community podcast with the underlying background and it's all tied together through martial arts. I find martial arts to be a very great space to work through all types of problems in life and it covers through all spectrums and in doing so I've made a lot of great friends and cultivated a lot of great relationships along the way and I'm going to be bringing a lot of these people on to have some conversations going to try and keep it more lighthearted and positive but yeah we are going to tie it into you know the worldwide epidemic that's currently happening so today in episode one we've got a very good friend of mine coach marcos estrada uh, i hope you enjoy what you have to hear so we're gonna get right on into it i know just from our personal relationship i think you've got a judo green belt right I do yeah you've got a judo green belt you're a purple belt in jujitsu um i know your father has some military background and you were a wrestler like throughout high school so just kind of wanted to like hear your story as to like how you got brought into like this world and your introduction to, you know, several of those martial arts. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, I started wrestling really, really young. I was I was about four. Uh, my dad wrestled in high school. He wrestled in the Marine Corps. Uh, he got out and then started doing jiu-jitsu. He's a first-degree black belt under Christian Uflocker. Um, He's been training for quite some time. His brother, his younger brother, Jay Estrada, uh, he fought professionally. He had close to close to 40 fights uh, in MMA. So um, he came up really in the early 2000s, like when MMA in Illinois was really starting to come become a thing. You know, like the Shoney Carters, the Terry Martins, the Clay Guidas, you know, all those guys were, were coming up. In my story, Clay Guidas from my uh, rival rivaling town from my high okay. school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And he uh, my uncle fought Clay. Um, at, at combat doe. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I've just been a part of, of, of the community for a really, really long time. When my uncle was training to fight, uh, my dad would go with him and I would go with them. So 15, 16 years old. One of your uncle. Yeah. Almost his whole career. Anywhere. My dad usually went to go. Yeah. So anytime they'd go to a gym, you know, anytime they would go train, you know, being 15, 16 years old, I would go with them and, uh, get beat up by a lot of grown men and uh you know so that was kind of my introduction but you know grappling and and wrestling and fighting has just kind of been a family thing for us so it was just natural that i would kind of follow that path my younger sisters fight i mean they don't train or compete but they um you know they know how to do it so um yeah it's just been our thing so not to be cliche about it but it's for sure in the dna there Oh, absolutely. Yeah, we're a fighting family. <laughs> but that's cool, though. I'm sure that commonality, especially with the environment of fighting and competing in that nature, I'm sure that fortifies the bond that you all share with each other. So I'm sure that's like a really cool, you know, lifestyle to have, like that reinforces the importance of family, especially yeah. during a time like this. For sure. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's it's really cool, man. Like I, I talk to, to people who are just starting out in jujitsu, like you don't know how cool it is to, to be able to go and, and roll with your dad or roll with your uncle or when all three of you together, you guys are, you know, going in there and beating each other up. Like it's, uh, you know, that's how we spend quality time. That's what we do together. Some people watch football. Some people drink beer. We beat each other up. I'm sure that could settle a lot of family differences before they even begin. So even <laughs> help you like a little preemptively for sure. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. Well, that's cool. Did yeah. you have uh, any fights booked prior to going in 
So I did it. I was uh, I was talking with uh, the show in May for Fight Card. Um, you know, I was talking. I was in talks about a couple months ago, and it just didn't seem like the time for me. Um, and then all this happened, so it was crazy how that kind of worked out. Um, but I'm not sure, man. I, I do want to go again this year sometime, but I'm not in a rush. I'm not in a rush to get back in there. Last time was just an experiment. Just wanted to see what I was, you know, where I was short, where I was coming up, and uh, yeah. I mean, I just want to keep building, keep developing, and then I'll get back in there when when the time is right. For everybody out there in the crowd who didn't see Marcus's last fight, like he dropped the kid on a step back cross, and it was so impressive. It was a piston that he threw at this kid's jaw, and I didn't even see it happen, and he just hit the canvas. So it was impressive. He selling himself a little short, but kind of like going along the same lines in the competition, though. Like it's going to be interesting with grappling competitions too coming out of this. Yeah, especially like thinking about the foresight on all this and how they're talking about how long it's going to take to develop a vaccine. Like it's not unrealistic to think that all kinds of grappling competition, especially like on an amateur level and even in a high school level could come to a halt for a considerable amount of time. It had me questioning because I'm a three stripe white belt. I'm doing, you know, just emotional drills. And, you know, there's a lot of great resources online, depending on whose styles or whose teaching methods you really align with but are you doing anything during this quarantine to stay i guess fight fit within your home um i mean not really man you know what it's because we because i've been doing this for so long man i got a lot of things that uh i carry with me you know some injuries some tightness in some areas so uh, a lot of what i've been working on the past couple years is just kind of like unlocking my body and um you know working on areas where i'm really really tight and don't have flexibility um, I think flexibility is a huge, huge part of this game that we play, um, be it in jiu-jitsu or even MMA. And um, so that's kind of what I'm working on, man, like taking the time to rest and, and pull the intensity back and um, work more on focusing certain areas, you know, nursing those nagging injuries and uh, thinking a lot more academically about my game, too. Like, you know, like you said, there's a lot of online online resources. Uh, the Hanzo Gracie Online Academy, they, they're giving out a free 30-day trial. And do they have so many, so many different like studies and stuff on there? My professors on that website, just kind of looking at areas where I'd like to improve and um, just writing a lot of stuff out, man. Like you can approach fighting academically. Um, it doesn't all have to be physical, you know? Oh, I agree. I've actually used the online Gracie Academy with Heron and Henner. They're really great breaking it down step by step and telling you the details behind every kind of motion definitely a resource going back to you though and unlocking your body and working on some of those nagging injuries like working on your body and the flexibility is that like more in forms of yoga are you doing something like tai chi like what does that look like to you yeah i mean my my girlfriend's a huge yoga head she um she came really really close to finishing her two-hour certification she ended up getting really sick and didn't be able to complete it but she's very very flexible she was in acrobatics and stuff um, so I, I take a lot of stuff from her and she's, you know, she beats the crap out of me when it comes to yoga mat. <laughs> um, but another thing too, man, and obviously shameless promotion, but this thing right here, um, the so right, I just, I just got this in the mail a couple days ago. Um, this is probably the biggest game changer I've come across as far as like unlocking certain parts of your, uh, of like your hips and your, um, like this area down here, basically played football for a long time. I wrestled for a really long time. So, 
you know, I've had problems with my lower back. I've had problems with my knees. I've had problems with my hamstrings, my IT bands. Um, and this thing right here is, is really, really helped to trigger some of those areas. And, um, you know, just kind of like doing this every day to try and dig into some of those really big knots. And, man, I've seen some pretty really, really good improvements in my posture and um, just my overall like pain threshold, you know. As fighters, we deal with a lot of pain, um, you know, that chess players don't really deal with, you know, like we, we right. have to carry those things. It's just a part of the sport. And, you know, when you've been doing it as long as I have, pain just becomes a normal thing. It's just something that you deal with. You wake up with it. You, you know, you'll walk slow for a little bit in the morning and then you, you, you kind of just keep going. But um, this thing right here, man, I would suggest anybody who is looking to change their game as far as flexibility and mobility to check it out. So real quick, just on that. So for those of you listening, to explain to you what it is, it almost looks like, uh, like think of the Golden Gate Bridge, the two elevated arches, um, and it kind of tapers off at the end. And like an additional follow-up question, and I'll try and put it in the show notes too, where you can Google it and see the product. I assume like you lay on like those two points on your back where your lumbar would be, right? It's, yeah, almost, like, it's almost like a fish pose in yoga. Those, if anyone's ever done those, you know, like if you're not flexible down there, like opening that up is so uncomfortable. Yeah, and so you actually shoot it into your core. Your psoas sits behind your abdominal wall um, and it's like attached to your pelvis. So like this is actually something that goes in beyond those points and uh, hits to release. It's a very, very, very tiny muscle um, that a lot of people don't talk about. Check them out on social media. Their Instagram is super, super active. They're super responsive. Um, they got a lot of instructionals and stuff on there. That's pretty much all I've been watching. Again, that product's called SoRite? SoRite, yeah. P-S-O-R-I-T-E. Um, so as a play on the SOAS muscle, P-S-O-A-S. I learned something new too, how to spell SOAS. <laughs> I wasn't a spelling bee champ. <laughs> Neither was I. <laughs> the reason why you and I know each other for the listeners at home and why we have a relationship is Marcos was actually a coach at the gym that I train at, UFC Gym Yorktown, and that's how we became acquainted. Uh, we roll with each other. I'm just curious as to see what happens, you know, coming out of all this. We all can foresee, like, the economical downturn that this is going to have. But, I mean, it's going to be just as important, like, when we bounce back from all this. Have outlets, and fitness is so important, and gyms, at least in my personal opinion, are so important. Yeah. What's a... Have you been in communication with your management? Is there any way to receive social support to make sure that these resources will still you know, be maintained? Are we still too early on to really know how we can go about, I guess, preserving the longevity of, you know, establishments like this? And it's going to be a bit more difficult for, you know, like typical jujitsu and fight gyms that are more locally owned and operated. And that's my concern is we all know how great it is to see fighters, grapplers from different camps come out with their different styles because it adds just so much more like spice and flavor that Creole, I guess you could call it, that yeah, is absolutely the you know, that game. And that's got to be on a lot of people's minds. Like, what do you think about that? Like, what's your take? So getting back after it, we were talking about with the COVID quarantine and everything that's happening, our concerns with like smaller gyms or even larger gyms, what kind of support could be offered? Or are we like really too soon to tell like what can actually be done? Yeah, no, I think we're, we're kind of still a little too soon uh, to tell. 
you know, the days of, of, you know, stay in home quarantine thing, have do they just keep changing? You know, schools are throwing out, you know, dates in April. Some are throwing out dates in May. I mean, yeah, I mean, as, as, a, as a fitness professional, right, without a gym, you know, that's my job. When the, when the gym shut down, that went my job, you know. So um, I don't know. I think it just depends on, you know, what progress we make as far as, you know, stopping this thing. You know, will it ever go away? Maybe not. Um, I have no idea, man. It's it's a very interesting time. Like, especially like you were saying, smaller gyms, like, they rely on that money every month. Like, you have to pay the bills. You have to make sure that your mortgage or your lights or whatever are paid. And if you don't, you shut the doors, you know. I was talking to uh, a buddy of mine. He's an export member. There's an export in the city, huge, like, three-floor export um, right in the middle of the South Loop downtown, and uh, they're they're saying, yeah, we're probably just not going to open our doors again. Like once this whole thing is over, because I mean, you do you lose a month, two months of revenues. You're t- you're now into like the millions of dollars, you know, that you are responsible for, and um, you know, a place like that, like, and in a place like that is you 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 need that money, you need that revenue income, and without it, like. That's it, dude. You 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 cop that that space up, and someone else is gonna turn it into a condo or something. <laughs> and this is like a whole other hour long conversation. But yeah, you mentioned that thing about condos, but the money's got to be there to do that. I'm wondering That's where the foresight is in the real estate industry because it, all these uh, tenants aren't gonna be able to pay their rent. Mm-hmm. Be able to pay it coming out of all this, you know? Yeah. So, For sure. I uh, I mean, I'm not smart enough to like figure out all these problems. Down with like that, a couple yeah. of econ classes, but yeah, this shit goes way over my head. Obviously, dwelling on all these things and constantly ruminating about COVID nineteen, it isn't the healthiest thing because sure. it gets in, uh, like an anxious and like a panic mindset. So, kind of taking like a bit more of a positive spin on this. Like, how are you taking care of your mental health? Yeah, for sure. I mean, the biggest thing, man, is just getting off of your phone. Like, I try to set like you know two three hour alarms where i just put my phone away and i'm either reading or doing something that doesn't involve like me just scrolling through a screen or staring at bright lights you know so i've been you know diving into a lot of books i've been doing some writing you know i've been doing some things like trying to just develop myself in other ways that uh you don't feel like you have time to you know sometimes with through work and you know trying to get your meals in and all that stuff like reading or you know extracurricular activities kind of fall to the wayside so just taking the time man to slow down and just like allow the hustle and bustle of of everyday life to just kind of allow that to fall by the wayside you know and uh just trying not to eat like a a total piece of crap you know try not to eat out uh mcdonald's every day or you know just uh, a bunch of pizza and tacos but you know that's difficult too because you know you're sitting in the house you're bored and you just want to eat so yeah and I do, oh, you know what, another big thing? Yeah, man, take showers because uh, those help kind of break up the day. It, it's, it's obviously funny, like, obviously stay clean and stuff. But, um, you know, in the last 10 days, if you took 10 showers, right, like you, you're able to kind of like make the days from meshing all together, right? Because if you just uh, lay in bed for 48 hours at a time, like you don't even know what what's going on you know what day of the week it is you don't know what time it is like being able to like structure your day with a beginning and or an end would just kind of help the days kind of pass a little bit quicker that's pretty insightful 
I know I've fallen victim to like going 48 hours without a shower, like within the last yeah. time. So I'm going to own up to that right here now. Yeah, no, I, uh, I a hundred percent agree. Like when you have an agenda, I know one thing for me that's helped is like, I wake up every morning and, you know, set a list of goals, uh, that are all achievable and realistic. And like, I know I'm not going to hit all of them. Uh, but you know, to see what you're doing, it's like, Oh yeah, you know, I'm actually like accomplishing things. And like, Again, they don't need to be huge. For instance, one of mine is like just to meditate. Meditate, like it can be brushing your teeth. It can be taking a shower even. It can just be tasks that we think we should do or habitually do during our normal routine. Just get kind of put by the wayside because, you know, again, odd, strange times. Here comes the Cornerman Council. What's Lightning Kid fit Marcos Estrada's message to the world? messages would be just to keep going man i mean we've we've like i said even though we've never seen anything like this in our lifetime the world will continue to go you know you you can't spend your whole life terrified of all the things out there um you know if if uh if it's the lord's will that you get taken by covid19 hey man that's just kind of the way it was written i hope you you know i hope you lived your life to the capacity that you wanted to but um away from the darkness and all the all the weird stuff like um yeah just keep training guys this is this is a journey right this isn't just just because the the physical building is closed it doesn't mean that you can't continue on with your martial art martial artists are martial artists 24 hours a day when they're sleeping when they're in the gym whether they're outside getting their own workout in being a martial artist means that you persevere you push through even there's when there's no equipment even when there's no people to train uh, you don't quit. You don't stop, right? You continue to think about this stuff, ruminate on this stuff, watch your videos, you know, do your stretches. Um, because it's even though you're not sparring or, you know, having a teacher teach you a technique, right? Like there are still things that you can do to add to your game that by the time you get out of this COVID-19, you could have some physical goals reached, right? Like, you know, you want to add a couple inches on your splits or you wanted to help with your shoulder mobility, you know, doing those things will help your jujitsu game. They will help your fighting game and, you know, just taking the time and, and, and um, taking it as it comes, right? That's another thing that teaching martial arts is what you, you don't know what's going to come at you, but you got to be ready for it. And so, this is one of those times where you just got to you got bite down, you got to some goals and and uh, by the end of COVID-19, you'll you'll know one of two things, man. Either I wasted that time and I did absolutely nothing or boom, look at all the things I accomplished. So um, it's up to you, man. It's all how you frame it. It's all about your perspective. And um, yeah, I mean, just like anything else in life, you know, COVID-19 may not be the the last thing that throws gyms off their their groove right the economy is going to dip it's going to go up and down and you know there's not really much we can do about it but just continue on absolutely i kind of like that the way i like to describe it is this flow and adaptability is like martial arts and i think that's something that we can all practice you know i like a lot of what you had to say especially about like just keeping true to like what it is to be a martial artist even hearing that from like the george st pierre's of the world i'm sure they would absolutely agree with you so how do, how do we follow how do we follow coach marcos yeah man i'm everywhere so i'm on uh, instagram facebook tiktok and tumblr all at lightning kid fit um i'm definitely looking about getting into a youtube channel uh which will also all be under lightning kid mma and fitness is the full brand um but yeah i got a lot of ideas for content a lot of things are on the way 
Uh, obviously, I got a lot of time, so I'm going to be looking to develop some more programming and just some some things that, uh, you know, that I've just wanted to put out there. Now is the time, you know, like we in this information age and in this, you know, video content age, like we have time now. And, you know, again, you're going to see three months from now who really put in the work, you know, who really decided to take advantage of this time. Um, and the people who didn't, you know, so, um, like I said, lightning kid, MMA and fitness, come check us out. You know, we're, we're, we're here and, uh, we're going to be, uh, putting a lot more stuff out in the future. Absolutely. So love to see what's up and coming with that brand, especially the YouTube channel. And let's just try and practice a bit more understanding throughout these times. And again, thanks for, uh, carving some time out in your day to talk to us, Marcos, and, uh, look forward to talking. It was to an yeah, I appreciate you uh, inviting me on, man. Is this? Uh, I've never been on a podcast. This will be my first one, so uh, I'm glad that, yeah, that you know. first episode. Yeah. So a lot of firsts here, popping cherries left and right. <laughs> Absolutely, man. So yeah, like I said, man, appreciate it. I, I'm, uh, I'll be following, man. Uh, super, super, you know, into what what you're talking about, community. Like we need it more than ever now. You know, um, jujitsu is already a really tight community, but you know. Again, how, how we persevere through tough times is really what, what makes us, right? So the jiu-jitsu community will continue on. Even if there's no gyms, man, people are going to start putting outside in the backyard and starting backyard gyms, you know? Like, <laughs> it'll, it'll continue on. And acceptably backyard jiu-jitsu. There you go. Start our own league. <laughs> but again, go, at, at Lightning Kid Fit everywhere, Marcos, it's been a pleasure, bud. Thanks again for the time, and we'll see you soon. All right, brother. Cool. Stay up. All right. Well, I hope you enjoyed our time with Lightning Kid Fit today. A couple of notes concerning the show from a few things we brought up. Those online resources concerning jujitsu learning were the Henzo Gracie Online Academy. Easiest way to find it, I found just Google Henzo Gracie Online Academy, but the website is Galler, G-A-L-L-E-R-R.com slash Henzo Gracie Online Academy. And there's dashes between each one of those. So it's Henzo, R-E-N-Z-O, dash Gracie, dash online, dash academy. That's where you can go to sign up. Uh, another two that I mentioned, BJJFanatics.com. You can buy video series from the legends such as John Donaher, Gordon Ryan, Hernando Faria. That's another great tool that I use. And the other tool that I did mention is Gracie Online University, and that's just GracieUniversityOnline.com. And that's with Heron and Henner, and they'll give you video series to work through and progress. Another great resource. Marcos's uncle Jay and his father are black belts under Christian Uflocker. You can find him in his school at Uflocker BJJ, U-F-L-A-C-K-E-R-B-J-J on Instagram and Twitter. The device that Marcos was referring to that was helping him open up and be a bit more vulnerable during these times is the SoRite, and you can find them at SoRite.com. There is a dash, though, between SoRite, so it's pso Right. Dot com and that's R-I-T-E, so P-S-O-R-I-T-E.com. And did just want to reiterate with everyone listening, these are not paid endorsements by any means. These are products and services that Margos and I both endorse personally just because we happen to use them and find them beneficial in our lives. But again, not paid endorsements by any means. That's all I got for you. Thanks for tuning in. Please continue to come back. This is going to be a great community for all of us to share. If you like what you heard, do us a solid and give us a follow on social media. You can find us right now on Instagram and Twitter 
at MM Altogether Podcast. Again, that's MM Altogether Podcast. Additionally, if you have any notes for the show, what you'd like to hear more of, what kind of guests you'd like to hear more of, anything you'd like to hear more of, or maybe even less of, I don't know, you tell me. I'm pretty open to feedback. You can send us an email, and that's going to be, again, at mmaltogetherpodcast at gmail.com. Also, show bookings. Hit me up there, too. Thanks again.